0: Welcome to One to Watch Wednesday presented by Studio B, where we feature independent and emerging artists. We interview them and feature one or two of their songs. My name is Sarah Scott, and I'm pretty excited about this episode, so let's get right on into it. first off thank you so much for being a part of studio b's one to watch wednesday now blank statues you guys are a three-piece alternative rock trio coming out of edmonton you just came out with your debut album mantra a couple of weeks ago congratulations on that we're excited to have you on one to watch wednesday now we gotta know more about you we'll go around the zoom screens here (laughs) who wants to start first
1: I'll go first. So my name is Derek. I'm the, the bass player in the band. I've been friends with uh, Drake and Bryce for a long time. Drake I met when we were you know, kids living up north. Bryce, I met him at music lessons when we were in high school. During like the around the university years, we all kind of started playing music together and eventually it kind of just evolved into this. That's me.
0: Wonderful. Well, nice to meet you, Derek. Now, Bryce, let's hear more about you.
2: So I play the drums, and Derek didn't say this, but we were actually in a band in high school, we played talent shows and stuff. And then we kind of stopped when we all split up for university. Uh, we just started jamming with Drake and then eventually got a little bit more serious. And we started really practicing together.
3: I'm Drake. I play lead guitar as well as kind of front man with lead vocals and such for the bands. Uh, I actually do... As of right now, hopefully not in the future, come further albums, but right now for this project, it all our mixing and recording and mastering for everything. Kind of right here myself, took it upon myself for that. It's just because we were in a position where we couldn't really, I think, afford to go out record in a studio right but as far as other things in the band goes I like Derek said we met when we were about five years old living way up in the Northwest Territories North and I parents both worked up there so we've known each other forever and then once I moved back to Cold Lake in high school I met Bryce just through some mutual friends and then they played like talent shows and whatnot right and then they eventually got me to come jam with them when we were all out of university and I had moved to the city started writing some songs here a couple of years ago I've been writing for now and then eventually I kind of had enough comprised that it made up kind of an album worth of demos. And I, these two being the two of my best friends and the main two guys I knew that played music, it roped them into this crazy little situation we got ourselves in now. So,
0: From what I've heard from so many people, being in a band with your best friends is one of the best experiences. Now the name Blank Statues, that is such a unique name. Where'd you guys come up with it?
3: So, I'm super big into a lot of, like, 90s bands, and I really like those kind of names that don't take themselves too seriously, but are kind of, you know, you hear it, you don't forget it it's weird in a sense we had tons of different name ideas that we had going through and we were just posting them to google drive all the time and it got to the point where we were literally just like taking names and mixing and matching and getting them all kind of side by side words that went together and then kind of had some meaning to us we had a few other ideas i think Suburban was one of the ideas just because i live out in the suburbs And then I think we all finally clicked on blank statues. It was just weird enough, but also kind of something we could see from like a marketable sense. You know, you could have a logo to it. There's tons of things you could do. Had a bit of meaning to us, and really just the two words came together. And the three of us finally agreed and were like, "Yeah, I think that looks like a bad name." I was messing around with lots of different little like kind of graphic design software, trying to get a cool logo, of course, right, to see if it's gonna. We're going to be able to make something of it just as far as the name goes and it all kind of meshed
1: together and when we like kind of like we're talking and we said blank statues it kind of just like clicked and we're like holy like this is it
0: well it definitely stands out it is super cool and bryce you mentioned earlier that you also wanted a name that your friends weren't going to laugh at and your friends are not going to laugh at blank statues it is way too cool for that <laughs> We are going to talk about the album itself, Mantra, and the creation of it here in a couple of minutes, but first, we are going to play a song from you guys, and that is called Serotonin. This is the song that I heard a clip of that I thought, okay, I got to talk to these guys. (laughs) Now, tell us more about the song. Tell us more about Serotonin.
3: Serotonin, really, it was funny, actually. I had just gotten a new, I don't really like expensive guitars, and I had gotten a new cheap used guitar I brought back from Long McQuaid, and I had just learned corduroy by Pearl Jam. And I remember sitting kind of on the couch downstairs and the guitar wasn't even plugged in. It was this new, like, cheap little... Uh, it was a Mexican Telecaster that I've since pawned off. And I kind of had the general, like it was very close. Like I was listening to corduroy quarter So I had that kind of in the back of my head. And then I just started plucking away randomly messing around kind of within the scales and whatnot on the guitar. And I got that guitar riff out of it instantly in my head. I could kind of hear that dumping Tom kick drum bass beat coming into it. And then I honestly just went in and put down that riff, the drum beat, and it kind of sat there for a couple of weeks. And then I kept coming back to it, toying with it. And a lot of times when I write a song, I won't necessarily be from like a lyrical standpoint. A lot of times it's either the guitar riff comes up and then I mold the lyrics to the song after, or I have a poem or some lyrics and then I play the guitar over it and try and figure it out. It sat for a couple of weeks and then I came back to it and just played with it and played with it and wrote some lyrics over. And I think really all the song was about at its core was I guess really what all of us were in as that, like I wrote it when I was 22, 23 years old. It was one of the first ones I wrote and it was just about like a, being a kid really, right? Like you're, you're out there. You don't really know what's going on. You're 22 years old. You're a little confused, like on what this whole like life thing supposed to be. You're just out of university. And a lot of it was around that kind of weekend ceremony of you're looking for that chemical release. It's going out and having drinks with your friends and doing things and just kind of being young and being dumb. And a lot of the, I think, stuff that goes through your head when you are that age in the world, because you're so confused on what's going on around you. It's so overwhelming, whether you're just out of university and looking for a job or, you know, you have a job and you're looking buying your house, just the whole aspect of adulthood, how confusing it was. And I think I really wrote to those escapes from that. was this grindy mess of figuring it out, and that's how it came out.
0: there is serotonin. off Blank Statues' debut album, Mantra, which we are going to talk about right now. So Mantra, it is your guys' debut album. It's a collection of demos written by Drake, which were self-recorded and mixed and mastered by Drake, but you guys are a band; You've all come together to create this really great project. And Drake, you did mention that you have been writing for a few years. How did you incorporate it into Blank Statues? And how did you guys all come together to make this project happen? How did it form? How did it shape? Where did Mantra come from?
3: (laughs) As far as performances go on this album, it was basically those demos. We were just all with everything going on in COVID. It actually ended up being me that tracked all the parts for everything. And then it was like, hey, now we have these songs. And then now, you know, we got Bryce, we got Derek, guys that are going to hold down the fort way better than I could musically when it comes to those two instruments going forward, right? So as far as that first album coming together, it was actually me sitting in this room i'm sitting in right now like in my office in my house here and it was just me playing all three of those instruments getting it all laid down something that i don't know we didn't really put out there as being the big thing because to me like it was never about drake went in and got all those parts tracked down it was that was a part of our circumstances with COVID and me having to kind of get in there and track because we just couldn't get together in a studio or anything to record the parts for this but going forward I think a lot of times we've had quite a few sessions already just jamming together it's really as simple as that I think the three of us get in a room together and we start playing an instrument or one of us has a part whether it's thrice with a beat or whatever on the drums or Derek has a new bass riff or I got a guitar riff right like really it's just that old school mentality I think of getting in a room together and working it out we start jamming through something and none of us are huge on the music theory side of things so it's kind of a little caveman-ish in its own sense or we get in there and grunt out some sounds till it eventually kind of starts to form a melody in a song and I'll kind of take it from there with the lyrics and start to lay things down a lot of times I'll just kind of mumble while we're jamming out kind of a riff that we got going mumble some harmonies or melodies or whatever over top of the uh, music behind in the background there and kind of comes together like that.
2: I know one thing that surprised me was uh, when we started actually finding out how creative Drake was. Like Drake never put any music stuff out, didn't tell any of his friends about it. I think lots of our friends were really surprised that like Drake makes songs because that's definitely a skill I don't have is to, you know, I can't make rhymes or poetry or anything like that. But uh, yeah, Drake has all this music in his head. And then when we hang out, he'll kind of pitch some new stuff and we'll play beats along with it and we'll figure stuff out.
0: The first time you listened to your album in full, completely done, what were your thoughts? How were you feeling? And what was it like?
2: I remember Drake was touching it up. We had listened to it like in separate songs, like throughout like the month. And then I went out for a walk at like 9 p.m. And I was cold and it was dark, but I was listening to like this brainchild that Drake had like spent countless hours throwing together. And it was just so cool to
1: have been like one of the first people
2: to hear it in its entirety.
0: That's really sweet. What about you guys? What about Derek and you, Drake? I
1: think I was at work the first time I listened to it all the way through. And you know, kind of like how Bryce said, like listening to like the brainchild from it was really awesome to hear. And I just really wanted to share it. So I was. Showing all my my coworkers, and I was probably maybe annoying them because they wanted to <laughs> to work, and I was trying to show them some uh, some alternative rock and roll.
0: I feel like we've all done that with our coworkers at least once. When we find a really good song or a really good band, we have to tell them, and they have to know about it. Now we don't care what they're doing. <laughs> yeah, just gotta it's do it. When
2: you're that band, <laughs> definitely. <laughs>
3: The first time I listened to it in the whole was the same time as, as them, I guess. Like, I had listened to it a million times. Like, you know, you think you're done when you're mixing an album like this. You think you're done. And then you go and you're so excited and you sit in the truck and you put it on the speakers and you're like, no, it's not done yet. Great. Doesn't sound good in the truck. So I had listened to it in full, like, thousands of hours, I feel like, over the past six months kind of getting it polished and mixed up properly. But I think the first night I went and listened to it whole was after i kind of sent them a message and I was like, it's done. I'm sending you guys all the MP3s right away. And then I went out in the garage and I just like put some over your headphones on and listened to it in whole. And I was pretty stoked about it. I have a hard time listening to it just in the sense that I've spent so many hours mixing it. So like, I almost need a break from it but it was still even spending those hours. I think I was pretty excited to look back. It was weird. It was almost bittersweet. Like you didn't want it to be done because that was what you're always working on. But it was exciting to finally sit there and listen for those 37 minutes to like all that work over the past year between recording it and mixing it. And then even as far back to writing the songs, what these little like songs that most of them were written on an acoustic guitar in my living room or in my bedroom before I went to bed, what most of them had turned into on the scheme of like a big rock song that was loud and in your face it was pretty exciting i think to listen to for sure
0: that's really cool to think of you know the thousands of hours you spent on these songs and these songs coming into a 37 minute album and there it is boom right in front of you that's kind of a cool thought but the great thing about music too and you guys definitely probably thought about this is you can always create more you can always do more and so what are you guys doing like what are you guys going to be doing for blank statues in the future
3: back to making more music like as soon as we can finally like it's been over a month since we've been able to be in the same room practice just with rules Mm -hmm. and i think that's gonna be the big thing is i'm so excited now get in a room with these guys you you know bryce is an actual drummer Derek's an actual bass player and see what you know those new elements of their sounds because that's the thing that's so exciting about a band to me is you may have you know bryce who okay he's listening to frank Zappa right now okay, who's Derek listening to? And he brings it in. And then who am I listening to? And we all get in that room and write. What's kind of making the gears turn in each of our heads at that point. And to hear those inspirations come together in a room and all fit into one thing that now here's the sound that all those different inspirations that each of us are listening to at that particular moment now makes this one big sound. And that's essentially, you know, what our next single or our next album I'm super excited to see where we're at in that point and we can finally get back in room play together and see what that's going to sound like for the next project because as much as i know that we now kind of have that defined what we think our style is i'm excited to branch out and not be you know confined to that and just see where we can branch out musically and make the best music really and then keep just spreading the reach right
1: no i i agree i'm similar to drake like i'm just excited to practice again and You know, it's been a while since I've seen them. It's always weird, like, or it's always different playing with people, obviously, than just just solo. Because for the last year, a lot of the practice time that we've had to do is just solo. Yeah, getting together and just practicing the songs again and coming up with some new stuff. That's always fun. And, you know, just hanging out and enjoying it.
2: Up Before we uh, released our music video, or before we recorded it, we were at Drake's house, I don't know, like five days a week practicing. And, like, we were really hitting a groove until... The restrictions tightened, and then we couldn't, and we haven't even been in a room together. I'm just looking to have that amount of fun again because. It's just so much fun to just go through the whole playlist
0: for sure for sure when you guys are able to get back together again that's gonna be so so fun now that's pretty exciting so before we talk about your next song we're gonna play here sane i just got one more question here about the album so mantra it is one of the songs on the album but why did you guys decide to name the whole album mantra
3: that one was kind of one that i bulldoze my way into there wasn't really an option that was what I was going to be called before blank statues was really a thing a lot of these demos i was just submitting under a band name called mantra just because i didn't really want to be a solo artist but i had these demos that i wanted to get some feedback on so i was just sending them off to lots of blogs under the band name mantra and then one of them kind of gave me a little trouble one day because me being naive and new in it all uh, i'd sent it out under the band name mantra and a guy kind of sent back to me and he was, well you know there's already an established band named mantra so i wouldn't be like using this name anymore so that kind of kiboshed the submissions for a while until i talked to these guys when it came time that i was like i think we have enough stuff we can put out an album here if we really get to work on it i think the name mantra just there was no way it wasn't going to be the album name i think it was that little bit of getting to take that with me And really, I was seeing the name kind of everywhere. So that's what hinted me off to it being the band name in the first place, but when obviously we weren't going to use that. I think the album name was kind of a a second place settle that I was able to go for. And really just, I think those songs over the two years, like they do kind of become your mantra in a way, as cliche as that is. It's just like, it's constantly the sound you're going back to and hearing over and over again, whether, you know, it's for the purpose of, you know, some of the songs calming you down or getting you through stuff or whatever it is. But I think the big thing was just that really was our mantra for like a year was just those songs looped over and over again, working on them and recording them and mixing them. So having that previous possible band name and then kind of the where we were at with it all, it just fit for me. And then I kind of bulldozed that when in know these guys. So Well,
0: even the name is catchy and it kind of goes with the artwork as well. So I think it all really ties in very, very nicely. And this song that we're going to play, Sane, tell us about that one.
3: I was just messing around with some like octave chords and I started messing around going back and forth. And it's really just four chords is all the song is looped over and over. It was a little out of what at the time I was singing style wise. It was a lot more kind of like poppy and floaty on the vocal melodies and whatnot. And I just started kind of singing around and I had this really lush sounding verse. I was like, okay, well, let's ruin this by making it as heavy as possible. (laughs) And I really like that atmosphere of like EDM music where you kind of have, you know, this unsuspecting verse or this soft song or whatever, and then you hit the chorus and it just like hits you right in the ears. I really wanted a song that would pop like that on the album. And I kind of just took it there and threw on a fuzz pedal and played basically pre-chorus all over again and just screamed over top of it and made a demo. Just kind of a nice little less sounding song that I wanted to smack people right in the ears once the chorus came in. It was all by design and turned out to be my favorite one, I Thank you.
0: There is Sane by our guest Blank Statues on One to Watch Wednesday and their debut album Mantra is available on anywhere you buy, download, or stream your music right now. Big thanks going out to Drake, Bryce, and Derek for joining us on One to Watch Wednesday. And for more information on Blank Statues, you can definitely check out their Facebook or Instagram or their website. And for more information on One to Watch Wednesday and also find out the top five songs you need to listen to this week, you can check out Studio B on on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. My name is Sarah Scott. Thank you for listening and have a great rest of your week.